The following program is being broadcast on the Amazing Women of Power, the world's leading positive programming network, powered by Raven International. This show contains motivational language and may not be suitable for negative listeners. and passing it along to you, it's Strong Rider on the radio. I had the blues, but I made it better, baby. And that's why I wrote this song. And now you can sing along. My mind's made up to give you more of Michael Trotter Jr. Let me quickly introduce myself. I'm Dean Olson. I am the Strong Rider on the radio helping songwriters to stay musically fit. And the way I love to do that is through faith and encouragement. And you're certainly going to get that through this man that I had the chance to interview a couple years ago. It still sounds fresh today. His name is Michael Trotter Jr., a.k.a. Mike Ivory, as he was known in 2012. And uh, he represents The War and Treaty, a wonderful musical duo who happens also to be married. Yes, Michael is married to Tanya Blunt, who is an award-winning singer and actress, and the better half, as Mike will probably attest to, she is the better half, the treaty half, if you will, of war and treaty, and Mike representing the war side in that he is a U.S. Army veteran who served in the Iraq War in the mid-2000s, representing his country and also keeping up the morale of his brothers through the gift of his music. And when he came back home, he continued and still continues to give that gift to all of us. And to his brother veterans, and that's kind of where we uh, left off in the conversation, talking about his time in the U.S. Army, and uh, I thanked him for serving. So I'm going to see you guys on the other side at the end of this, and we'll conclude the interview. Here is Mike Ivory, a.k.a. Michael Trotter Jr. Doggone it, man. I, you know, I, I could stop the interview right there, but I got to hear more, Mike. Is that okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, no problem at all. Yeah, I, I, I love that you shared from your heart, because uh, okay. some good wisdom coming out of this 30-year-old man. I got you. And my kids in the military as well. Uh, I wanted to say thank you for signing up and serving. I, uh, you know, we we have a relative that also went over to uh, Baghdad and to uh, Ramadi, and I understand you were in both places too. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, and my son is in the Coast Guard, and he signed up in '06. Uh, he still is there. Great, great, awesome, awesome. Coast yeah. Guard is up yeah. and up and rising, man. Yeah, he's. Uh, <laughs> some people told me those are the lightweights, and in, in, in <laughs> and I say they all serve a purpose, and they're all good, all of them. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. I'm glad that you were able to do, uh, you know, uh, follow your musical leanings. I don't know how to say it uh, when you were in the army. I thought that was great, and uh, it's almost like uh, it's almost like God put that piano in that castle for you to, to discover oh, yeah. it. You know, most definitely. Oh yeah, you know, I was looking at the the influences that you had. You have some good shoes that you're trying to follow in, like Donny Hathaway and Gerald Levert, who are both they're not with us, but uh, I love those two guys. Oh yes, oh yes. Uh... And, uh, <laughs> yeah, 
And, uh, you know, the bike, you go on the site, you can see uh, Stevie Wonder and Daryl Coley and John Legend. These are some smooth operators there and uh, very big talents. But you also uh, have... Uh, Daryl Coley, basketball recording artist, is very ill. He's very sick at the moment, but um, he touched so many people and his skill is impeccable. Yeah. Speaking of the gospel things, yeah, you, I understand you've uh, performed. I, I don't know whether you opened them or you were on stage with them. Uh, a lot of gospel stars, like Howard Hewitt, for instance. You know, a lot of these guys were pop, you know, like George Duke and B.B. Winans and everything. Just uh, oh, yeah. just a, what a list. <laughs> and Kirk Franklin. Yeah. It's been amazing. It has been amazing. Mr. Winans, Mr. McClurkin, uh, Mr. Duke, and myself, we shared the stage. We did a... Uh, a funeral, unfortunately, for um, the mother of the CEO of BET, um, Deborah Lee. Oh, okay. So, um, but that was a moment there where, uh, you know, music collided. And then Kirk Franklin, uh, he did the Black Family Reunion here on the ball. And I was one of the artists on that same program. And, and then me and Howard Hewitt did a show together out here on the water waterfront in, in Washington, D.C., so it's been very uh, interesting where the gift has landed me, and, and hopefully uh, it will continue to take me places where wherever influence can be made. You know, currently, um, we're doing everything independently as well. You know, um, right. I am married to a uh, national artist, uh, Miss Tanya Blunt, and Tanya had, I can saw back in the 90s called Through the Rain. She also recorded the Grammy song, um, His Eyes on the Sparrow, with Miss Lauren Hill. So, um, and she starred in, in the movie Sister Act 2 with Whoopi Goldberg and Lauren Hill. And, and Tanya has been uh, my saving grace, you know. And uh, it's been one of those, those ventures to where in this day and age, you need people. It's going back into the hands of the fans to decide where you end up. And if you don't have a base that is willing to help you, it's going to be hard to sustain in this industry. You know, because there are a lot of powers that be who say you need to do this or it needs to be done this way. But truthfully, all that matters is the fans. Mm -hmm. And if the fans want something done, they have a way of letting you know it. This is what you need to do in order to retain because you can get anybody to pay attention to you. But the, the, the thing is, I think every artist and writer and whoever it is, they have to have what I call the retainability syndrome. You have to be able to have, you have to be able to have a retaining gift. Someone has to be able to look at you and say, man, I want to be a fan. I want to stay. I think that's what made Michael Jackson so different. Uh -huh. Because you were almost intrigued. You were inclined to follow this guy. Yeah, that's a special gift. Yeah, in itself, not just the singing and the talent, is just to be able to uh, touch people and relate to people. Well, he was a giver. Yeah. And um, one thing I learned to do is to attach a cause to my gift. You know, and and and, and what that is is uh, pretty much just not being an artist. I don't want to be known for just someone who can sing really good. He write he he wrote songs amazingly, or he could dance, or he could play really well. I want. To it to be known first that he was a, a humanitarian. He got out and swept streets. He walked with people. He, he really got his hands dirty with his fans. Mm -hmm. And if 
if that is a crime, if that is what will kill me, then so be it. <laughs> but that is what um, I have attached to my gift is a cause. And one of the causes I support is disabled and homeless vets. That's great. That's a good, noble cause to do. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's where I'm at um, with, with, with that cause. Does your wife, Tanya, uh, walk beside you in that journey? She does. Um, she, and he walks, and, I, and, and I, I'm beside her and hers as well. Um, she's doing this thing right now called um, Indigo, where fans fund her project. And so you, she sends out links to her fans and get them to donate so that she can continue to do what, what they missed her doing. And uh, she just started this, and, and it's so, been so beautiful. We've, we've been able to raise $75 in two days from just people who have no connection to you at all. They just want to give and they give what they can. $25 here, 25 there. That's what matters versus someone who can write a check for 10000 That's great too. But the simple fact of giving something that you don't have, that's sacrifice. And I'm willing to do it for someone who has no blood relation or tie to me at all. Oh man, it, it, it is... It is drawing a tear, and, and Tanya puts rewards for those people. If you donate this, you know, and this is what happened for you, I will personally give you a personal cost. These are these are just things that she is is saying that she's going to do, uh -huh. and that's called putting it back in the hands of the fans. You know. Yeah. So they have something tangible, <laughs> but that's incredible. That's really something else when the fans just respond, and you you make a connection that way too. Yeah, you know, yeah. personal connection, just from a personal gift of money, you know? Yes, yes, yes. How long have you been uh, married to Tanya? We're going on, actually, we're actually coming up on our third year. Third year, wow. Yeah. <laughs> it says you're the father of four children. I'm doing the math here. What's going on there? Um, <laughs> if you've been... Tanya has a, a child before um, our marriage. Oh yeah, and I have and I have two daughters before our marriage, and we have one son together. Is uh, is that uh, legend? That's little. Because <laughs> no, I'm trying to figure out how old this uh, bio is. How old is he today? Legend actually turns one on Saturday. Good going. That's going to be a sweet uh, birthday then, isn't it? <laughs> oh yeah, and, and he's now in the background, and he's <laughs> he's, he's he's with daddy. Say hello. <laughs> That's cool. that, yeah, I got an exclusive. I think. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he has his toothbrush and he's brushing his teeth at the moment. All Good. all three of them. So. Let's, te yeah, let's teach him the right stuff. He ain't gonna have those three teeth for long. But <laughs> oh yes, oh yes. So um, yeah, but that's that. <laughs> oh, you know what? I uh, I saw here about uh, Shirley Caesar. Can you tell me a little bit about how it was like? Uh, were you? Uh, did you get to meet her and perform with her? I, I did, and um, one of the things that, that stands out for me was she she kind of um, spoke over me, and in, in, in Bible terms, I guess you would call it prophesy. Uh huh. And she told me that um, I would be huge, and that um, stay humble. Wow. And she herself. Just to touch her hand or to hear her breathe on you, it feels as if you're next to God himself. There's a lot of power contained in that woman. Yeah. And uh, I'm forever dead to her, even just to speak to me, let alone speak over me. And 
I tell you, I'm also, Kirk Franklin's extremely down to earth, and anyone that meets him, Kirk um, is, is, they're related to Kirk immediately, because he, he has found a way to make himself accessible, and um, I appreciate that about, about him as well. You uh, obviously must take all that to heart and apply it in your own life, you know, when you, when you pick up these, these nuggets. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> Shirley Caesar. She's 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 got to be in her seventies now. She started young too. I think at eleven years old. So she must have had a little bit of uh, yeah. some wisdom to impart on you when she said yeah, all that. Yeah, she said uh, to yeah. stay humble. Yeah, and uh, it takes you a far. A humble pie takes you a long way. You can eat a slice of humble pie and be full forever. <laughs> <laughs> I had a talk with God, a walk with God, and it was kind of odd to hear him say, I've been forgiven for how I was living, for not giving him a chance. I with God the many streams I've tried and it was kind of odd to tell my stories to a man who already knew all I had been through just because he's God Compared scars, we talked about cars, and what to my surprise, he even followed me in the bar. He said he's grown accustomed to our human customs, and what a time we had just being a couple of schmoes. I had a blast with God, a laugh with God, and it was kind of odd to see that all I ever thought of him was wrong. It's full of witty charm. can't thank you enough for what you've uh, shared i'm glad i was able to get the chance to to meet you i read your your uh, what was on your site and i was i said this guy's perfect for what my mission is is to uplift songwriters and give them a hand up and uh, a pat on the back and let them know that uh, you know the other people walking that walk and you know what i'm t- trying to say <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah and um and what we do is unique uh we don't ask for anything we just bring ourselves 
and all we look for is venues. And um, that's kind of unique because a lot of people, when they think of, of the caliber of talent, they're like, well, we don't have the have money or, or anything like that. But yeah. thing is, we're not looking for that. We're looking for the opportunity here, here's a quick question about something like that. I've talked to other artists that they, uh, you know, they perform in a small venue or they or in, a, in somebody's house, and they is that basically the way to go if you're trying to make uh, a decent living or at least to support your musical part of your career? I don't think it's for everyone. I think um, you have to have a, the heart for that and the tolerance for that. Um, it's a it's a calling. I've heard somebody say. Is that right? Yeah. 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 For instance, for me, I um. I try not to uh, put a price on on the talent. Sometimes I may ask, uh, well, if I'm going inside of a church, I might ask for that that church to uh, acknowledge my gas, you know, if it's local, you know, or not. Mm -hmm. uh, but if it's and then sometimes if it's uh, out of state, you know, we try our hardest to work with people. But um, during the process of self promotion, you know, uh, being able to promote your product, it's it's imperative that you get in front of people no matter what it takes so um you have to suspend some of your own values in the sense of cost yeah mm -hmm. you know you have to or, or or that opportunity won't come to you you know you kind of have to a lot of people say well you need to know what you're worth well that at that moment that is a sign of knowing that you're worth i know that i'm worth so much that here's the deal do not pay for anything. Just give me the opportunity to come and to be able to perform in front of you. And um, I guarantee you, we we could partner in some form or fashion. That says a lot to the person who's you're trying, whose attention you're trying to gain. Wow, good, good advice. Good advice. You're also yeah. willing um, <laughs> to support yourself. Very good advice. How'd you get started on? Uh Code Red Corporation. Are you the one that started it, or was it Tanya, or or? Yeah, both of us. Um, uh -huh. Today we were watching the music videos and we're listening to certain artists and, and 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 what they're doing, and we said, okay, this is a state of emergency. Tanya, you have to get back out there. I have to get out there with the rest of this music, and we got to go forward. <laughs> <laughs> and this gives you creative control to do what you want to do. Is that kind of what you did? Yep. Yep. Yeah. I um. I do what I want to do. I write whatever I want to write and put it out there. And Tanya is the same way. And, and um, Cole Red, State of Emergency, you know, real talent. Can it, real music, can we get that back, you know? Oh, beautiful. And then, of course, you get you get some other people in place, like you get a publicist going. And you need some people to delegate the some of the jobs you don't have the time for, maybe, so you can focus. Well, I, I can tell you this much. How we got this publicist is beyond me. But she is probably the best at what she does. Um, not probably. She is the best. <laughs> you better, you better I, say that. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. I love Luanda. I, I love her. Uh, uh -huh. She has a heart of gold. And she, she, knows who, she knows her worth. And she knows what she can do for you. And it has been such a blessing to receive help like that from someone like her. Um... What we have struggled with is management. At mm. the moment, neither one of us are managed. Uh, we manage each other right now, agent-wise and everything. Are, will it? Is it something we look for every single day? 
every day. Yeah, every it's a challenge. I can understand that. Yeah, every yeah. day. I'm like, man, you know, can you manage me? You know, I'm actually wanted to, to look <laughs> to search for us. And she's, she's, she's trying her hardest. It's very hard, but, you know, um, it's so rewarding once when you, when you are put things out there and it's happened for you in, in the time frame it needed to happen. So, you know, we're, we're, we're hopeful. <laughs> What's the most important reason for getting a manager or somebody starting out? Is it for connections or are there other reasons to have a manager on board? There's uh, several reasons, but I think the main reason for someone starting out to need a, to need a manager is the visibility. And I will say this much, and I, will, I, can, I can go on record for this. To be in an area such as Maryland, D.C., or Virginia, um, it's not as promising as being in an area like New York or California. Mm-hmm. These are the places you, you want to go, you want to get to. Um, because if you can break in L.A., then you don't need to break anywhere else. And that's the thing that people don't understand because... In L.A., I, there's, the population is so great there that if you get a name there, you're okay now. And the whole world wants to know what's going on in Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah, and I'm so close to it, too. But uh, once you start touching that world, you know, something something does happen, but you got to be committed, I think. You, ha- you, ha- you know, and, and that's, the, that's the, uh, one of the other causes of having a manager who is committed. Um, at the moment, Tanya and I have... Both suspended our um, nine to fives, uh-huh. and we have children. But the level of dedication that we have to ourselves is a manager's dream. So much so that I, the last manager I had to let go, I had to put it to him as plain as this: If we have to move to California, are you willing to pick up and go? Oh man, Mike, y'all guys know I love you guys. I believe in you. But I, I couldn't do that. I understand. And, and, and you know what you have to say then? Man, I, I totally understand. I totally understand. And thank you for your services. And from this day forward, we, we will be able to cut our ties business-wise in the form of management. However, we would still love to retain you as a supporter. But you got to do what you have to do at that moment because you then recognize that you have exhausted every area of opportunity there is in this area. So this is the next move uh, my wife and I look to make, even as dedicated as we are, even if it means being able to stay in your car until something happens or hotels until something happens or finding somebody out in California that can believe and just say, you know what, Uh, we, we, we will take you guys in for 30 days to see if you can make something happen. Those mm. days, we need to bring those days back because you never know who you're taking in. You could be taking in the next Michael. You know? Uh, yeah. you, you just never know. And that is what the level of dedication would call for. Hello. Thank you for another day. Another day to offer my face. But I got something to say Hey Dear Lord Lately I've been doing wrong Can't move along Until I sing the song Make me over You know I can't live this 
it's better to do it yourself, do you believe? It, 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 to me, um, it is harder to do it yourself, but um, it is better uh, to do it yourself in the sense of being able to, to not have to answer to anyone. You know, yeah. I think the only the only opportunities that that is with a major label is marketing money. Mm. You know, being able to market what you have. Uh, I but you can, nowadays, I tell you the truth, you can secure that on your own now um, with your own record label situation, uh, with, with your business line of credit. You can secure secure marketing money. Um, the internet has opened it up so much to where. You don't really, you know, you just need a team that will help market you all day. And, and that is what's the difference between the majors and the independents. I see. Independent artists are not willing to spend the hours it takes to put in in order to be independent but operating majorly. You know, and, and that's what, what we are. We are independent artists who operate in the majors. Oh, good. That's I'm a good not way. an independent artist who operates in the independence world. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That story goes on all the time. It's not too expensive to start your own publishing, but does it cost a lot to get a record label going? It, you know, it, it, a lot of people, it depends on the type of record label you want to get going. I think um, for us, it takes a lot to keep it going. Um, but to run it, no, it doesn't. Uh, one yeah. of the things that it, it's actually absolutely cost-free until you get a project <laughs> Until you get a project, it's just networking. You know, being able to find out as much information as you can. Yeah. Um, networking does it yeah. does take time. You feel it's worth it? No, a lot of people will get on Facebook, YouTube. They'll put their stuff out there, and they think that it's just going to come to them. But you, it does require a little more work, right? It, it requires way more work than it does for someone that's already in the majors. Yeah. Um, you have to get out there, and, and, and it takes you doing exactly what I what I said. You have to make yourself available and let people know. And you have to have something that they want. Uh, yeah. You can't you can't just, just, just have a good heart and say, Well, help me because I want to do music. In fact, you can almost you can almost go to someone and ask for help. Yeah. People aren't interested in helping anymore. People are interested in, in partnering. Just you mean collaborating, or just getting, or just going into business with another? Yeah. Partnering, period. Because when you partner with somebody, it says, "What do I get out of this as well?" When you just ask someone for help, there's really no return on that. Yes. <laughs> you know. So the world that we live in today, they're not really just that interested in just simply helping you. You know, they have children that they need to help. Uh, but what would intrigue them more is, okay, well, how can we partner? You know, um, and even in this interview, for instance, you have, um, when you ask me um, on, on Facebook, hey, Mike, like this page. Yeah. That's a partnership. If, if, if I'm liking your page, I'm letting you know that I am agreeing to partner with you in pushing out your cause. I appreciate that. Now, I'm wondering if that was a trick there. That I, is that okay to, to be looking for a partner in, or should I be looking for a different way to do that? No, man. <laughs> the, the exact way you're doing it is exactly how it is. Yeah. Uh, and watch this, how it has to be done. What a blessing it is to talk to people like you. And then a lot of the stuff I'm seeing nowadays is all me, 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 and branding. And uh, it's a little tough. you gotta you got to peel back the onion to see all the talent in a lot of these people out there. But it's always a lot of... Yeah. Flash, you know. I'd like to hear more of what you have to say. You know? Yeah, yeah. And people, um, 
unfortunately, it, it's the burn of the business is what, what we hear. We hear more of the burn of the business than the actual joys of grinding, or what the young people call it, grinding. Man, I'm on my grind. I think um, what what has to be done for someone who is trying to even, well, honesty is key. And the fact that you said, well, yeah, I'm, I was actually looking to gain some source of income. There is nothing wrong with that at all. No, I mean, hey, the bottom line is what I do, I do as well so I can support my family. Yeah. You know? But in that being said, that cannot be your cause to gain. How true. It, it, can, it should be your cause to survive. And I think that's what's wrong. People want to make money to gain status. Or I want to make this money so I can buy this. Mm-hmm. But when you look at the artists and those that have made it, they wanted the money to live, to survive. Jay-Z said it best. He said... He vowed to himself when he was that age, and that age is that age when he realized Santa Claus isn't real. <laughs> he said, "He said I will never be poor again," and he never looked back. Wow. Yeah, and that's good. it to me. I, I want to make it so that I can survive. So long as you have an understanding, and long as that partner has that understanding with you, hey man, we're doing this to survive, and this is how. It has to be done. That's when partnerships make sense. That's when it works. You know, it, it would make sense for me to have this interview with you because we are both trying to survive. We're men. You know, I don't know your family situation. I don't know what you what you go through in the day to day. I just know that you have your own thing, which automatically assumes to me that you're trying to survive. Mm-hmm. You're trying to, and, 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 and you know what else, and, and, I, and, I, and I, I'll close with this. In the process of surviving, I'm also aware of my surroundings. And, I'm a, and I am identifying as a person other people's means to survive. Now that I understand that that's what I'm trying to do, and as I go outside and I see someone hurting, you know, they, that's where my call should be. Yeah. So this is how we move, and, and this is how we we advance in life properly, you know, and this is how your money not, does not work for you for evil, but it, it turns out for the good. That's wonderful. Mike, you're a, you're a prince, I'm telling you. You're good. <laughs> you have some <laughs> important uh, work that you're doing and, you, and some important words of wisdom, even at your age. I think there are people who are my age who are, who are touched by what you've said. Well, I, I, I appreciate the opportunity. And um, I hope to be able to speak with you uh, again. Okay. Sounds like you you got a good cause going there. I'd like to keep following it, you know? Great. No problem, sir. Th- thank you, Mike. Take good care, okay? God bless you. I-, I appreciate the phone call a lot. No problem. Take care now. All right. Take care, Mike. Bye-bye. All right. And that ends part two of this War and Treaty special. I used to call that the Mike Ivory interview. And you got to hear both parts. What an amazing man Michael is. And I'll tell you, now you can see why I believe he is one of my favorites on the show. Uh, Such an inspiration. And next time, you are going to get to hear his wife for the third episode of this Warren Treaty special. Yes, it is Tanya Blunt Trotter who is going to join me. And you're going to love it. But you're just going to have to wait because there's so much more great stuff. 
I want to thank you so much for listening. My name is Dean Olson. I am the strong writer on the radio, and I am saying to you, please come back. Let's all put our best pens forward and be strong writers together. And if you missed any of this episode or the past episode where we talked to Mike, go to strongwriter.com and you can hear all the past episodes. And I got to get going. Have a great weekend and take care. Goodbye now. You've been listening to Strong Rider on the radio with your host, Dean Olson, on the amazing women and men of power. World's leading positive programming network powered by Raven International. <laughs>